Hello and welcome to the whole nine yards. I'm Keaton Smith alongside Brock Krusky and Draven Bridgman, and we are back for another segment of the whole nine yards. Today we got uh, something a little different. We haven't really done something like this before, but we each uh, made a list of our top 50 NFL players, and we're going to go through them 50 through 26 today. We'll do uh, 25 through one next week, but we this this took us all a little bit of time. Uh, we all made these yesterday. And we're kind of excited to share our list with each other and get each other's reactions and stuff. So, uh, I mean, there's going to be some some players left out that are, you know, some of some of the uh, uh, who some people consider some of the best players in the league, but they still haven't, uh, won't make the top 50 in some of our lists. So, it's going to be, I guess, a little controversial, a little fun to discuss who we got, where, and why. But yeah, I think we can start with them if y'all want to. How and, do we want to uh, do this? Um. So. We're going to do this list first, and then after the break, we'll talk about some free agency stuff. But I mean, I, by, like, the list. Like, I, I know, no, no, no. Yeah. Um, we'll do the list. I think we just start at 50, and I think we just, like, yeah. each name our own player. Mm -hmm. And if there's anything, like, ginormously crazy, we can talk about it. But since we got to get through 75 uh, total names, because there's three of us, yeah. then we won't we won't uh, take too long with each player. But let's, let's start at 50, and I think we just start... Draven Brock me and okay. we'll 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 go. Sounds good. My number fifty player is gonna be Justin Fields. Um having no wide receiver help this year and running for twelve hundred yards just really impressed me as a player. So he is gonna make it inside my top fifty. Brock or uh, Draven. Or Brock, sorry. Uh my number fifty is gonna be Jason Kelsey, the anchor behind the Philadelphia Eagles big scary offensive line. Uh he had a great season. He's gonna return for another one. My number fifty is Aaron Rodgers, future Jet. All right. He just yeah, yeah. he hit my top, he hit my fifty right at fifty. So Draven, uh, that's this is for forty nine. Yep, forty nine is going to be Broncos safety Justin Simmons. Interesting. Mm. Uh, yeah, he one. he uh, really impressed me this season. So definitely going to have to go him. He's had a solid couple of seasons. Yeah, dude, he's mm -hmm. a beast. In he a really row. is. He's a big part in that secondary that they have building. Uh, at forty nine, I have a uh, Christian McCaffrey. Running back Christian for the 49ers. Oh, my goodness. Mine's, um, I also have a safety at my 49, but it's not Justin Simmons. It is C.J. Gardner-Johnson. He had a really good year. And I think he's going <clears> to <throat> he ball out. He's going to sign yeah. for so cheap. Yeah, he's going to really help out that, yeah, that line secondary next contract. year. I was for sure thinking he was going to get at least $10 million yeah, a year. He's coming off a great year, and I think he's going <clears> to <throat> prove it next year on the Lions. Now to 48. 48, I have another safety, Minka Fitzpatrick. Oh, I forgot about him. Great, Minka. great safety. Had so many interceptions. I think okay. he was either third or fourth for safeties. Uh, yeah. I mean, for interceptions. So, yeah, I'm definitely going to have to go him. Yeah. Right under Justin He's a Simmons. hooper. At 48, I have a Giants defensive tackle, Dexter Lawrence. He had a really nice. solid season last year and was uh, he was a pro bowler. Wasn't he second team all pro? Dexter Lawrence, I believe he was behind uh, Chris Jones and Quentin Williams, I think. Yeah, so, I mean, I think he was second-team All-Pro. Really solid season. He's going to earn himself some money next year. Quentin Williams. Probably. I have, at 48, a Falcons guard. That's I got Chris Lindstrom. He's put quietly put together yeah. a, a solid few seasons in a row, and it goes really under the weather because he's on the Falcons. I have seen, I have seen some clips on him on Instagram. Yeah, so that's Chris Lindstrom at 48, 47, Draven. 47. Um, I'm gonna go Seahawks tackle Charles Cross. I think. I think. Yeah, that's 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 a controversial one. I think he definitely did very good in his rookie year and handled uh, a big deal of that pass rush. That was that was so much 
pressured his way. I mean, when you have to face Nick Bosa twice a year, that's exactly. going to get really hard. Exactly. So, yeah. and, and, and he and he kind of did his thing with Nick Bosa. Obviously, he, I think Nick Bosa might have had two sacks on him in both those games, but that's still pretty good for the deep boy. Yeah, for 47, I have a Niners wide receiver Debo Samuel. Uh, I think his wow. production definitely took a hit mm-hmm. after the loss of uh, Mike McDaniel kind of mastermind behind Debo Samuel in the first place. But he's still a talented guy, but I have him at 47. Uh, My 47, I have, uh, again, actually a safety. (laughs) That is Jordan Poyer of the Buffalo Bills. He... He's obviously an all-pro safety. He's very good, but just a little bit lower on this list because of um, – not injury, but his – I guess his production went down a tiny bit when Micah Hyde wasn't standing next to him. So 46 now. 46, I'm going to go L.A. Charger – L.A. Rams – Defensive tackle Aaron Donald. Oh wow! Yeah. Wow! Yeah, that's that's that is. He's a he was a beast always. So I'm I'm just he's gonna make my top fifty no matter what. Uh, just knowing what he can do and what kind of player he is, you gotta put him up there. Mm-hmm. 40, 46? Mm-hmm. My goodness. Uh, at forty six, I have a different defensive tackle. I have a Buccaneers defensive tackle Vita Vea. He's a big part of that defense. He's a absolute. Okay block swallower and had his best season yet last year and he's also set to earn a pretty big bag i i I have a defensive player as well mine is a defensive end that's chargers defensive end joey bosa yeah at 46 so 45 45 i'm gonna go uh Brees hall he had a great season to begin with he got hurt he did Uh, i think if he would have kept going he would have made it higher on my list but just the impact he made in the first half he's gonna make it he really turned that running game around by himself yeah he did uh, at 45, I have Seahawks cornerback Tariq Woolen, the only <coughs> Seahawk in my top 50. Um, <laughs> but no, he's a great guy. He's a great corner. Played exceptionally well for a fifth-round rookie. Um, just complete lockdown. I, he's great in coverage. He's yeah. extremely athletic, yeah, and he's, yeah, he's big. Yeah. He's huge. Yeah, big, fast. Can you ask? For um, my my 45. Is actually Aaron Donald <laughs> of the of the Rams. Yeah, I his production. Are we went being serious? Well, yeah, dude. But he's on, Aaron he's Donald. He's Aaron Donald. What do you, you mean? Have, you you have put him lower or higher? Higher. Okay, Way I, higher. I I mean he. I thought you didn't. I thought you were arguing you didn't have him on your list. No, he, I'm surprised. <laughs> like, come the on. The way you were acting, I thought you didn't even have him. All right. No, I'm I'm thinking like, what are you guys? I, what, no, right what, now, what? I, I there's a few D tackles better than him right now. That's why I got him at four. I think there's one. <laughs> I think there's I, – I, I have, like, two. I mean, he – I have two. He, isn't he on the verge of retiring? Like, he's just getting older. He was injured for the majority of His production of the went down again, season. and it, it, it'll be down again next year. That's why I have it. Like yeah. That. I can't believe you have him at 45. I mean, 40 – It's the, the best players currently, not at their peak. That's why I have him so low at 45. I, I know. I'm just saying, though, like, he, he was injured a lot last year. No, I get it. I, I, I get it, but that, I, that's what – I mean, when you don't play, you're going to lose points in this list. That's no, I, I get that. It's just – I'm basing this off of talent, not last season stuff. I like that we have our so close together, Keaton. That's what's yeah. up. Uh, so we're at 44 now? 44. This is going to okay. be – I think I have him even too low, but Justin Herbert, 44. Ooh. Uh, yeah. I, that's I, a big name. That is a big name. Uh, you know, he kills it every season. Even with a, even with injuries, he, he pursues through it, and he's just a beast. Mm-hmm. Uh, at 44, I have Patriots guard Mike Unwinu. Super underrated. This guy That's, is. Yeah, this I, guy is extremely. I think underrated. I had him at like uh, like 55 or something. Yeah, he's one of the most underrated guards in all of football, and he he should have been an All Pro last year. 
Um, but yeah, I really like this guy, and he's at my number 44. My number 44 is a tight end. I didn't put a whole lot of tight ends on this list, but yeah, neither I did have I. one here. I have Mark Andrews at 44. I think he's a great receiving tight end. He really does a, a lot for the Ravens, and he's yeah. pretty much Lamar's only weapon. For sure. So. Yeah. 43. 43. I'm going to go uh, Colts guard Quentin Nelson. A good one. Uh, a good always one. a solid pulling guard. He's just a beast out there. He's super fast, quick on his feet. Got to put him up there. That's a good one. At 43, I have uh, Raiders defensive end Max Crosby. Mm. He was in the running for defensive end pretty much the majority of last season. Yeah. I think I have Max Crosby really high. I actually <clears throat> didn't put Max Crosby on my top 15. I have Max Crosby so high. I didn't put Quentin Nelson, and I'm so mad that I did. I, I'm Nelson. so mad I didn't put Max Outside Crosby, dude. 50. I think Quentin Nelson was like maybe 51 or 52 before I deleted half the list. I had Quentin Nelson like 55, yeah, yeah or something that. like that. Okay. Um, so 43 for me is <clears throat> Browns running back Nick Chubb. That's a good one. Yeah, he's probably the most physically gifted Running back in the league, uh, maybe if you're counting Derrick Henry in that conversation too. But Nick Chubb, man, he can—he's such a monster. He's just so strong, on, on the lower half of his body. I got him at 43, so 42 now for Draven. 42. I'm gonna go Jacksonville linebacker Fotosan Aluakon. That's a good one. Uh, def- he had the leader and leader in tackles this year with that is a good one with 140. And yeah, dude, dude was killing it. He was in my 70s, I believe. Yeah, I had him like in my 80s. Dang, I'm putting him really high. You are. He's, well, I mean, he's he is really very good. talented. Yeah. It's just like there's some linebackers. It's so hard to rank people. True. It, it is. You're right. It's all opinion, too, what, <laughs> you, what you see. It yeah. is. At 42, I had a chief center, Creed Humphrey. Yeah. Um, I think he's the best center in football. So, But, like, it's an, under, it's an underappreciated position. It is. But I just think there are 41 people in the league that are better than him. Uh, mm-hmm. But, yeah, I just think he had a great season. He allowed zero sacks last year. Great center. Yeah, monster. He's a beast. He's a monster. Yeah. 42, I have actually another safety. This one was mentioned earlier. I have Minka Fitzpatrick. Just a playmaker yeah. on the field. There's really no other way to put that. Exactly. So I got him at 42, and we are up to 41. 41, I'm going to do a consistent playmaker, Mike Evans. Yeah. Uh, just always okay. making always making plays out there on the field. Uh, you know, and he had, at the end of the season, he had a couple of crazy, crazy games. Uh, yeah, so he's going to make 41 for me. At 41, I have Jaguars quarterback Trevor Lawrence. Uh, he had a great season last year, and he's going to continue to build upon that. Came back, beat Justin Herbert in the playoff yeah, game. Great game. Uh, he's a great quarterback, and he's, I think that he's only going to get better yeah. under Doug Peterson's wing. He's super good. My 41 is an all-pro this year, and it was really needed at that position for this team. That's Andrew Thomas, tackle of the Giants. An amazing season, and I think he's really going to get – even better and better as his career goes on. The, a great pick from the Giants, and we're now on to 40. 40. I'm going to put uh, – Keaton had him a little higher. I'm going to go Joey Bosa. Uh, yeah. Just a, a key part in that defense and that pass rush, and uh, yeah, he's a beast. Yeah, I have four straight offensive linemen coming up. So at 40, <laughs> I have Panay Sewell. Uh, beast. Really, right? yeah. he's so underrated as well. Um, former, what was it? Fourth, fifth overall pick. Yeah. Yep. Bengals were supposed. Uh, he well, he went right before Jamar or right. He went right after. I think right he, after he Jamar. Yes. Yeah. He went yeah. After. He went right after. Jamar. And yeah, he's just one heck of a left tackle. Yes. There's that one play he made last year. It was like third down or something like that. Um, and he caught oh, the pass. Yeah, he caught the pass. He caught the pass. That was that was. Did one of the, he? Uh, my wasn't he plays. supposed to be a guard coming out of Oregon? No, he's he's always been a tackle, oh, okay. but they mo- they moved him to left tackle. He's was uh, always a right tackle okay. in Oregon. Makes sense. At my 40, I have someone obviously, or 
previously mentioned, that is uh, Creed Humphrey. Creed Humphrey again. We talked about him earlier. One of the best centers in the NFL. Yeah, second team All Pro. Wait, was he second team All Pro? Creed Humphrey. Uh, I believe. Yes, he was. Yeah. So yeah, Creed Humphrey, second team All Pro, now Super Bowl champion, best one of the best centers in the NFL. Thirty nine. No. Thirty nine. I'm gonna go uh, runner up for play uh, comeback player of the year in Saquon Barkley. Uh, had a really good season. Had a pretty good season this year. Uh, you know, wasn't wasn't his best performance, but I'm, I'm gonna put him at 39. I could definitely put him lower. It was just, mm-hmm. I think I just put him there. Uh, at 39, I have a Packers tackle David Bakhtiari. Um, really, really solid guy. He's always been Aaron Rodgers' number one go-to guy on the offensive line. Uh, now he's going to have to do it for Jordan Love, but as long as he can steer clear of injury, he should be yeah. continually he's one of the best solid. tackles in the NFL. Solid for a really long time. And my 39 mm-hmm. is Jacksonville quarterback Trevor Lawrence. He worked his way up to 39 on my list. He really impressed me last season. He's going to get inside the top 40 on my list just hardly, and we'll move on to 38. 38, I'm going to go Derwin James. Uh, mm-hmm. Beast of a safety. Also another key part in that uh, Chargers defense, so definitely 38 for me. Uh, at 38, I have uh, Giants tackle Andrew Thomas. That year two leap yeah. is was sensational after having one of the worst rookie seasons uh, for a tackle imaginable. I imagine probably the same thing's going to happen with Evan Neal. He was awful for them, but then yeah, probably he, he could turn around. He can turn it around just have like a, Andrew Thomas yeah, did. A set of tackles over there in in New York for sure. So my 38 is uh, Joel Bitonio, a uh, guard for the Cleveland Browns. That dude is... Always been, solid. Yeah, he's been great for a long yeah, time. Always good. And then we'll move on to 37. 37, I'm going to go Seahawks running back Kenneth Walker. Um, had the most votes in Offensive Rookie of the Year this year. Uh, he didn't get it? No, he didn't get it. Oh. It was Garrett. It was Garrett Wilson, but Kenneth Walker still had more votes. I don't know how that works. but I think second place votes probably would have done it. And oh, then, oh, that's probably what it was, yeah. And then... Uh, yeah, so he's going to be my 37th. Great great player this year. Yeah, my 37th is going to be Cowboys guard Zach Martin. He's always been a great player when he's healthy mm-hmm. and one of the best run blockers in the league as well as yeah, – Really of the generation. Yeah, he's just an incredible guard. Yeah, he's been good for since I've been watching football. So. Yeah. Uh, my 37 is Seahawks corner Tariq Woolen. That dude, we said I talked about him earlier. He's physically gifted. His in- instincts are off the charts. He's just – a playmaker for that secondary, and I got to watch him in person this year, so I'm going to brag about that. <coughs> so did you. So did Draymond. I did. Yeah. And we'll move on to 36. 36, I'm going to have the uh, I'm gonna have Austin Eckler had the most all-purpose yards this year. Ooh. Uh, definitely going to be. That's not a name that I have up there. Neither. For me. Austin Eckler. Yeah. At 36. I'm writing down names that you guys are saying that, <laughs> that I don't have in here. He did have the most all-purpose yards this year, dude. He's he a did. Beast. He was a beast. He struggled for a couple of weeks, but, yeah, he's been able to. And then to... as soon as we talked about it on the podcast, dude had, like, a four-touchdown game. Exactly, so... yeah. Was, uh, oh, yeah, that did happen. I, I remember that. That did happen. Uh, where are we at? 36. 36, 36 I have a uh, Titans running back, Derrick Henry, uh, the king himself. Dang, uh, I think that he took a little bit of a step off last season, and now he, for some reason he's in a lot of trade talks, but I don't think he's going anywhere. Um, but, yeah, I just think – It's only because the Titans are rebuilding. Yeah, that's true. So I have him at 36. At my 36, I have former Titan, now Eagle, A.J. Brown. Uh, the dude was all pro this year for a reason. Beast. Absolute monster. Gosh. Just, he elevated Philadelphia's offense to a whole nother level when he got there, and that's why he's at my 36. He even killed it in the Super Bowl, dude. He did. 
That that long touchdown play he had was one of the dirtiest yeah, things. Yeah, I was seen. like, where he faked him out in midair, dude, and it was like a Madden. And that's on my corner. Catch, that's on McDuffie. That's, that's on my crazy. corner. Yeah, that was. <laughs> I just gotta give it up. <laughs> Thirty. Oh, we'll move on to thirty-five. Thirty-five. I'm gonna do a receiver who really stepped up this year. It's gonna be T. Higgins from the Bengals. Um, dude was insane. Dude was absolutely insane. And uh, oh, yeah, Mister, go up and get it. Yeah, he is. Uh, 80-20 balls. 35, I have, I don't know who he's going to be playing for, Lamar Jackson, mm-hmm. uh, really dynamic playmaker. I think that if you can give him the weapons that he deserves, he's going to do what he does best. He's a great runner, obviously, but he just did <clears throat> he did somewhat well last season for not having uh, any receivers and a bunch of Walmart baggers. He did, a bunch line. of door dashers. Exactly. <laughs> Uh, my 35 is all-pro D-tackle. Quinnen Williams had an absolute amazing season. He was almost just as dominant as Chris Jones was on the defensive side of the football, and he definitely deserves a spot on my top 50 at 35. Number 34. 34, I'm going to do a very uh, underrated corner from the Panthers, J.C. Horn. Nice. Dude was making plays this year. Um, th- even when the Seahawks were playing him, I was like, do not throw J.C. Horn's way. Yeah. So definitely a, a brilliant season. Yeah, he's, he's gonna get thirty four for me. Very solid guy. At thirty four, I have Chargers safety Derwin James. Uh, this is the only safety on my list. I think really? that safety was a very <coughs> bad position last season. I mean, we were talking about it. What was it like week eight? Like who was the best safety in the NFL? And what was our? We all had like different answers. Like Talanoa Hufunga. Yeah, it and, was Talanoa Hufunga. Like it was like Kevin Byard. Minka. It was, like, Minka. Uh, Minka is overrated. I'm gonna be real. He's not. With he's you. not top. But that's what we were talking about. I, I. But that's just my belief. I. But I think that Derwin James, when he's healthy, that's a big. That's a big. That's a big part of it. Yeah. If, if he's the best win. safety in the league. Yeah. I agree. <clears throat> For sure. Thirty-four. If I have. Bucks right tackle Tristan Orfs at 34, like we said. At some point, this dude's going to become one of the best offensive tackles in the league. If he's not already, he's going to be the best. So Tristan Orfs is, is my 34. He's spot. going to shatter the market next year. Yeah, he will. 33. 33. I'm going to go uh, Jason Kelsey. Huge staple in that Phillies offense, just like uh, Brock mm-hmm. said. He was the real anchor for that team. So definitely put him at 33 for me. Uh, 33, I have Ravens tight end Mark Andrews. I think this is the only guy outside of Travis Kelsey that could be a top tight end in the league. Um, we, we talk about George Kittle sometimes, if he could stay healthy, but Mark Andrews was really the only guy that was able to somewhat keep up with Kelsey throughout the season until Kelsey just exploded. Uh, so, yeah, that's my 33. My 33 is someone Draven mentioned just a second ago. That's J.C. Horn. He definitely deserves a spot. This dude had an absolutely amazing season. He he broke out really better than I would have would have ever thought. And now it's a a young corners league, and my thirty three is J C Horn. So thirty two will move on. Thirty two. I'm gonna go uh, Brock's thirty three. Mark Andrews, just like he said. Wow, that's dude, crazy. Dude is a insane tight end, and. Uh, he was really the only tight end that you could even compare to Kel- like try to compare to Kelsey yeah. this season. Receiving wise anyway. Yeah. yeah, 32. I have Cowboys wide out <laughs> CD Lamb. I think he benefited mm-hmm. from having literally no talent on that offense last season, but the dude is really good. He's one of the nastiest route runners in the league. Uh he should have got the ball thrown to him a lot more than what he did. Frankly, like he got like over triple digit targets, but then again, you shouldn't be throwing to Noah Brown when the game's yep. on the line, or Kevontae Turpin. So uh, this guy's 32 for me. My 32 is another Eagles offensive lineman. 
just couldn't quite get it done in the Super Bowl. That's Lane Johnson. Oh, he's, he yeah, he's he had a really great too. season. That's a historic offensive line for a reason. Right tackle, Lane Johnson, number 32 for me. We'll move on to 31. 31, I'm going to go uh, uh, Eagles wide receiver A.J. Brown. Yeah. Like we were all saying, dude's a beast. You can't – it's so yeah. hard to cover all this All pro man. for a reason. Exactly. At 31, I have uh, – he was injured a lot last season, Cooper Cup. Um, I, I still think he's one of the guys that... No way. I have Cooper Cup at 31, too. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Cooper Cup, I just think he's a dominant receiver, and he's going to bounce back in a big way next year. Yeah, me too. Okay, 30. <laughs> 30. I Actually, I didn't think that we, uh, anyone was going to put Lane Johnson so close, but I have, third, I have Lane Johnson Let's at go. 30. Yeah. I'm cool. Uh, dude was a, a beast, and I either I think he hurt his shoulder or peck, and... Uh, in that last game against the 49ers, was, decided uh, to still play. I don't remember. It was his, it was his adductor, I think. I don't remember. It was something, but he's decided to still play, yeah. and then de- and then ended up locking down Nick Bosa. Yeah, that's so, true. So that's that's the just depoy. just shows what kind of player Lane Johnson is. Uh, at 30, I have uh, Buffalo Bills wide receiver Stephon Diggs, um, great player, <laughs> best route runner in the league, yep. and yeah, I mean. Mm, yeah, that's that's about it. That's all. That's all you need to 30. say. Thirty, number thirty. I got uh, who I believe is the best running back in the league right now. I have Josh Jacobs. This dude had an awful, Beast. absolutely terrible offensive line, and was the rushing leader on a bad Raiders offense last year. So I got Josh Jacobs at thirty. Move to now. We're in the twenties. We'll have twenty nine through twenty six remaining, and that's it. So twenty nine. Twenty nine is going to be a, kind of probably a pretty unexpected player for you guys. Hassan Reddick. Mm-hmm. Um, dude was second in sacks this week, and I mean this year, uh, first in sacks on a on the most, on the best team to get sacks, which is the Eagles, yeah. and the dude is just a monster this year. I, I wouldn't Stepped say that's up. unexpected. I have much higher, much than higher. Twenty. I have a few spots higher. Yeah, I have oh, okay. uh, twenty nine. Cool. I have an uh, often forgotten tackle, Tyron Smith. I think that okay. he's one of the best tackles in the league when he's healthy, and I think when he's healthy. There's nobody that could go past him. I at 29 for me. I have a safety that really doesn't get talked about. I mentioned him just a second ago. I have Kevin Byard, uh, not this last year, but the year before. He was easily like the best safety in the league. And coming out to this year, his production was down a little bit, but he also had like no help around him in that Titans secondary. Dude, he's the most underrated. Yeah, for sure. So I have him at 29. Yeah, I I, could, I would not disagree. He's not on my list, but he probably should be. Yeah, 28. Uh, we are up to now. 28, I'm going to go 49ers linebacker Fred Warner. Dude flies all over the field. Uh, just a ball hawk. Yeah, best middle linebacker in the league. 28, I have Justin Herbert. I think this is a fair spot to put him. Yeah. Uh, I like what he was able to do, but, again, he has to level it up a little bit further, take that game a little bit further. I think 28 might be just a tad bit generous for him. Mm-hmm. But then again, he does have that big arm, and if he's given the weapons and has his weapons fully healthy – we know what he can do. Right. 28. So my 28 is going to be a defensive tackle from the same team as Kevin Byard. I have Jeffrey Simmons at 28. Yeah. Game wrecker. Uh, he's one of the best in the league at disrupting any sort of play. So I got him at 28. 27. Now we have two more left until we are done with this half of the list. 27. I'm going to do cornerback Jalen Ramsey. Uh, mm-hmm. Another one of those cornerbacks that you – just doesn't matter who you put him on. It's a 50-50 ball for the receiver or the or the corner. He's right. just a beast, and he's so long, he can grab any ball pretty much. 27. Yeah. 
27. Uh, I have Devontae Adams. Like, he had to deal with a terrible offensive mm-hmm. line and inconsistent play from Derek Carr all last year and still managed to put up huge numbers, even though, like, he voiced his displeasure many times about it. Uh, dude was still a beast. That, yeah, very true, very true. I have 27. I also have a receiver. I have Stephon Diggs of the Buffalo Bills. Uh, just nastiest, probably not as nastiest right runner in the league. If not, it's Devontae Adams. But this dude puts on for, for the Bills every week, so I got him at 27. 26, now our last player of this half of the list. Yeah, mine's going to be CeeDee Lamb. Uh, just like Brock said, uh, when you throw him the ball, it's almost a guaranteed catch, and mm-hmm. uh, he'll just make your offense that much more alive. So, yeah, give me him. 26, I have a, another Raider. I have running back Josh Jacobs, like – Keaton said, led the league in yardage behind a garbage offensive line and a terrible play caller, but still <laughs> managed to get it done. So, yeah, he's my last guy rounding out the top 20, uh, the bottom 25. For me, my 26th to round out this list is quarterback Lamar Jackson. Uh, obviously, we don't know where he's going to be playing. We don't know what conference he's even going to be in, but I, this dude, I feel like he's going to make an absolute impact no matter where he goes. Yeah. And uh, hopefully it's to a team that's entertaining because we like watching him play. It's really fun. So that, that'll run out our 50 through top 26 players in the NFL. We will do 25 through 1 next week, and I think we can go take a break and come back, and we'll have some questions from Brock, and we will have uh, some free agency stuff to talk about. Hello, and welcome back to The Whole Nine Yards. I'm Keaton Smith alongside Brock Kruski and Draven Bridgman. And we just went through our top 50 through 26 players in the NFL. Now we're going to go over a little bit of free agency stuff. And before that, Brock has some questions for us about uh, certain, some certain situations in the NFL. So we can do those first, Brock. Uh, yeah, so just kind of speculation stuff. You know, it's the heat of the offseason. Everyone's kind of saying this team's going to be really solid. This team's going to be really bad next year. Uh, and so I just kind of want to ask to start things off, who poses a bigger threat to their division? The Lions to the NFC North or the Panthers to the NFC South? I think Panthers. I think Panthers were already a problem last year, and them adding on all this all this talent probably isn't going to make them do any worse. Well, yeah. Well, the thing about that is I don't know who in the NFC North or I mean in the NFC South is going to contest the Panthers next year. Could you say the Saints? No. With a fully healthy wide receiver core and a healthy secondary, would you think they contest? The Panthers. I just don't know. I don't think they have the coaching staff and the talent because I think there's going to be injuries, and I think there's. I think their their defensive roster. I don't. I don't know if they can hold up. Uh, there, there are some of their ratings. Like Cam Jordan's getting up there in age. Tyron Matthew was not good last season. And uh, when we flip over to the offensive side, Michael Thomas, he's going to be taking a lot out of the cap space when he is on the field. And if he is, I don't know if he's going to be that effective. He hasn't been that effective since, since uh, 2019. So, I would say yeah, I would say Panthers. I think if they can they can get the quarterback they want, they can put him in a good situation. I think that he has a better chance to win the division than the Lions do have to go through the Vikings and uh, whatever the the Packers come up with. So, I mean, I would say I would agree with you on that. I think the Panthers have an easier path, but I'm not going to sleep on the Lions. They won eight of their last ten games last season. Yeah, and they didn't they beat the Vikings. They could have. I think they might have beat the Vikings. Um, But, no, this team was hot coming off last season. They're adding a ton of talent. 
and I think they're only going to get better. So, I, I mean, I think that this division, it depends. Here's the thing. It's either the Vikings, in my opinion, or the Lions. But, I agree with that. But here's the thing. If Jordan Love starts coming out swinging next year, do not sleep on the Packers either. Yeah, the thing about the Packers is they always have a solid defense. It's just I don't know if Jordan Love is going to be able to carry um, carry that offense. And he played well last season he when did. Aaron Rodgers wasn't it's just, in. It's just yeah. okay now. Like now, this is your team. Can you go out and win us games with with Christian Watson and, and Romeo Dobbs? So uh, Matt Lafleur has got a little bit of uh, he's got some stuff on his plate for next season for sure. Yeah. So my next question, I would say, is the AFC East. Still the Bills' division? I would say no. I'd say it's way more contested than it should be. So how... how, how yeah, so last year, last year, would you say that it was? Well, I mean, they won the division, right? But like, I would yeah. say it's their division to lose last year, but going into last year, it's their division to lose. I like the way you put that. I think, yeah, I mean, I would, I would agree. It was a, for sure their division like to start with, and then as the season gone, they like, became... Like it just kind of fell apart, with, with, yeah. Because there was a point where we all thought Miami was going to win the division. For yeah, a week and or two. Josh Allen was being a bum. I mean, he was. He, he's probably he was probably leading the league in turnovers at that point. Yeah. Um, but do you see it more likely the Jets if they acquire Aaron Rodgers? We'll talk about that in a second. Or the Dolphins giving him the most run for their money? Yeah, I think it's going to be like decided between two games or less. Between all these guys. I think Jets are going to give them more of a run for their money, though. Just Rodgers' veteran experience. When you always get a veteran quarterback in there, it's with someone of Rodgers' magnitude, it's, it's probably going to work Oh, do you say who would pose more of a threat, Dolphins yeah. or Jets? Oh. Um, right now, i got to rock with the Dolphins just because they, the Jets don't have Aaron Rodgers yet. And I think that, like we said, Jalen Ramsey and him and Xavier Howard could be a pretty solid cornerback duo. So I think their defense is going to be solid. And then Tyreek and Jalen Waddle don't lie on the other side. So I'm right now I'm going to rock with the Dolphins just because I think they have more talent on hand right now. But if the, if the Jets get Aaron Rodgers, I think that's a discussion to be had. Yeah. Uh, this one, this next question kind of had something to do last week. Uh, there's a certain quarterback that went online and said something pretty – Interesting, and so I kind of wanted to bring that up. Are there really 32 quarterbacks better than Cam Newton? Oh, God. I was not expecting to answer this question today. <laughs> Dude, I really like Cam Newton, so this is really hard for me to answer. You know, I liked watching Cam Newton growing up, but I think— Dude, he was that guy. Maybe, was, up, maybe a couple years ago, there's not 32 guys better than him right now, or better than him, but I think there is right now, which is sad to say. Because yeah, when he's not dead. vegan— Dude's a beast. <laughs> well, the thing is, like, he... When he's eating meat, he's yeah, so good. He's when insane. he's on his past two teams, like, Patriots in the second stint with the Panthers, he did, he was awful. Yeah. Like, that's why I'm saying there's not there's 32 guys better. The, yeah, they're, like, I mean, they're like, 35 or 36. Like, he was trying to <laughs> impress people on Auburn's pro day, but it obviously didn't work because there's now reports saying that no scouts were impressed by him. Um, but... My thing is, like, you've already had two extra shots. What makes you think you're going to get a well, third one? How old is one? he? 33? 34? Well, too old. He's too old. He's exactly. not going to have the legs that he once did. Exactly. That's, that was his whole thing is he's big and can run. Yeah. Okay, well, now those are both gone. Yeah, and now, I mean, and now so you big. figured out that's probably the worst longevity combo to have in the NFL yeah, is. is to be big and run. <laughs> Josh Allen. He ain't lying. He ain't lying. True. All right, so. Bad knees. My next question, uh, what 
team will be worst to first next season. We saw Bengals do it two seasons ago. Last year it was the Jaguars. I've got to look up all the losers of the division. I think we got Raiders in there, oh, or Broncos. It, it, was, it was Broncos. It was in the um, AFC. Who, who were they in the AFC? Falcons were one. Mm-hmm. Bears. I uh, might go Bears, dude. Commanders. I think I'm going to say Falcons. I think I'm going to say Bears. I think I'm going to really? say Bears are going to have the definitely a big turnover, turnaround. I, I mean, I don't, I don't disagree that, with that. Just that division yeah. is going to be insane if that yeah, does it, happen. True, true. But I'm just like, that much talent they're adding to their team, I, dude, I think that it's going to be good. Okay, so here's, here's all decent. the losers. I'll name all the losers. All right. Patriots? Yeah. Oh, wait, what is this? Oh, this is through week three. Never mind. <laughs> Dog. Oh, because it's preseason. Can we show regular season? That'd be cool. Okay, here we go. Jets. Yep. Cleveland. Houston, Denver, Washington Commanders, Ooh. Chicago, Atlanta, Arizona. Actually, I want to say Washington. Ooh. I like what they're cooking up. That's over a there crowded in division. I like Cleveland. I think that Cleveland's um, not a bad get. Uh, because I mean, if you can get Deshaun Watson back to his 2018 form, which is a big ask, because he like missed two seasons almost, right. almost an entire year of football. Uh, th- that would be ideal. I mean, they just traded for Elijah Moore in a really solid trade, in my opinion. They basically just gave up chump change for him, moved the back 60 slots or something like that to acquire him. So the receivers, I mean, the receivers are looking good. They got yeah, Njoku, People Jones, yeah, and, uh, Mari Cooper. Yeah, yeah that's Elijah a solid Moore. group. Yeah, Nick is, Chubb. Oh, yeah. Backfield. Kareem Hunt, if he's still playing. I'm, I'm, I'm going to say the Falcons. And just because I think they'll be in position to have a good draft, and they were already a seven-win team last year, True. and that was one game off from winning the division yeah. in last place. And I think there's going to be, like, zero competition in that NFC South. So for I'm going to go with the Falcons. For me, I'm skeptical about that just because it, it that's a big pivot mm-hmm. because you have to have Des, Desmond Ritter on his A game, and I'm just not too confident in that guy. I, I did see something that Desmond Ritter was supposed to be the worst quarterback this year. And he, he very well could be, but I'm, I'm also going to again say he could come out and surprise, and they have a weak oh, for division. Sure. So if, Brock, if they somehow Brock put up Party like nine wins, they're going to win the division. <laughs> yeah, I, yeah. So Falcons, Cleveland. And I mean, the Falcons. Commanders. They had a solid backfield. I mean, Cordero, Cordero mm-hmm. Patterson's very versatile, but uh, I think they're going to get like Tyree Wilson or someone else. So yeah, that defense definitely needs work the most. But well, that's what I'm saying. If they can get a couple good pieces, I think they'll improve a little bit. Yeah, so, so that's why, I see that's what you're why saying. I got him. That's why I got him. Okay, so yeah. let's see. Let's make a hypothetical here. Next question: If nothing substantiates from a deal, and right now no team is willing to bite on him, is there a chance Lamar Jackson sits out for a year? No, I I think he would play under the tag. I think it's he stated many times that he is not willing to do that. I thought he said he would. Maybe I'm making that up, but I thought he said he would play under the tag. I think, uh, man, I hate the situation he's going through right now. Yeah, it's just a rough situation. It is. Well, it it's is. it's. I I understand what the owners are doing. Me too. It was a good move by the Ravens front staff. I think it should have happened to Daniel Jones and not Lamar Jackson, because <laughs> I mean it would be understandable if it was Probably. Daniel Jones if they let him walk and every team was like, nope, I don't want to take him. Nope, 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 nope. And then his value would have dropped significantly. But now what Lamar Jackson is saying is that. Holy crap, Daniel Jones just got paid X amount of money. How, to am, go, I get, yeah. how am I not getting anywhere near that, exactly. guarantee wise? 
and that's just that. So yeah. the Giants uh, broke the, the which league, I don't. I, I don't understand that either. And if I, I was Lamar Jackson, I'd be the same way. I'd I don't be like, think no it's, be- way. it's because Lamar Jackson isn't good because obviously everyone knows he's good. And I think if a, if a team was in a position to pay him where they could win right now, they would. I think it's that okay, he could go to all these sleeper teams, but they're all like in rebuilding stages to the point where having Lamar Jackson on your team still wouldn't necessarily make you a contender. So, I mean, I don't know if it would really matter for them. It would just be irresponsible team building. Well, I said something about it in our group chat. Like, it was over It was over spring break where some of this stuff started breaking out. There's, so, there's a lot of people theorizing that owners are colluding over this, which means that they're just saying nobody go get him because we want the price, the price of quarterbacks. I think originally this was supposed with, to be Daniel Jones. That might be happening with uh, DeAndre Hopkins' trade too. Where they're all just saying because their original asking price was like a second. I don't even know if they're gonna get a third. Well, just now. because I think that just changes because of Elijah Elijah Moore. That and, could also be true. I never and Brandon, Brandon Cooks. Cooks yeah. I never even had thought of that. And now that you're putting that thought in my head, I'm like that sense. really makes a lot yeah. of sense. What does the owners colluding? Yeah. So uh, what I think about it is that I think the Giants were supposed to let Daniel Jones walk, and I think the owners had a plan to just collude and say, "Nope, we're not giving you forty-five million a year," and then him to agree to something like twenty million, something like that a season. That didn't happen. I think the Giants screwed up, and now it's happening to a Lamar Jackson. Uh, I, I think yeah. the Giants screwed the Ravens. That's my. Th- that's a pretty deep theory, but the fact that all the owners are doing that to Lamar Jackson right now tells me that I think that they were supposed to do. To, uh, that, that tells it tells me really that they would have done it to Daniel Jones if he opened the op- if he went into the open market. I think that's that's probably true. I, Daniel Jones' contract he got was still crazy. It's ridiculous. It's absurd how it he, ruined the market. They they ruined the market. You're right. It's making Patrick Mahomes look like. Yeah, like we had the best contract ever. We have the best. We it was it was a ripoff essentially. And, and that's crazy too. What's happening with the quarterback market versus like the wide receiver market? Wide receivers are hardly getting anything this year, and the quarterbacks are. Same thing with running backs. So Skill players are getting screwed this year. Exactly. Exactly. It's a such a weird off season. So this next question, it kind of has to do with another quarterback, and it's starting to worry me. Just because of how little traction there is. The Jets and the Packers have not agreed to a deal, and this has been almost a thing for a month now. Yeah. Which well, tells yeah. me that the Packers are not budging. Well, actually, he said the, the um, well, it was a week ago today that the Packers said that they wanted to, um, or was it today? I don't know, like a week ago, that they said they want, or that Aaron Rodgers said he wanted to go to the Jets. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that, that's so. that, that. I know that's that's the plan. Every right. he's going to the Jets, but the thing is that by him saying that, that gives the Packers leverage. It does because now the Packers say, "Hey, our guy wants to go to you. So what would you give us for him?" And so what's happening now is that the fact that a deal hasn't gone through yet tells me that the Packers are not willing to budge on their asking price which is probably going to be a first-round pick. And the Jets are kind of standstill saying, we're not giving you that. He doesn't want to play for you, which means that I think there's a real chance that Aaron Rodgers doesn't get traded to the Jets. Imagine that. I think there's more of a chance that 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 happens than people think. Yeah, yeah. I think I think that it's it's a very big thing that could very well happen that most people think is impossible. Right I think it's now. like a one in three chance that he it, like doesn't play. In true Jets fashion, it would be the funniest thing to trade away Mike White, 
get the people Aaron Rodgers want, and then Aaron Rodgers not play. Like you get well, Alan that's Lazar not Aaron Rodgers' fault. And then it's it's not Aaron Rodgers' fault. No, but it's just in such Jets fashion yeah, that they're almost gonna be good. And now it's like nope, not like anymore. Get, Zach Wilson. You just signed McCole Hardman. Yeah. You get Alan Lazard. <laughs> exactly. You get Garrett Wilson. And now you have no guys, one to throw it to. A really good defense and. Now Zach Wilson. It's yeah. just kind of like I, it's it's a very interesting situation because Dude, it's the most Jets thing. Rodgers should not have said that because that 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 gave the Packers power. Mm-hmm. Rodgers should never have said that I want to play for the New York Jets because like I understand why you would say that you you're kind of confirming the rumors that you're not going to go back to Green Bay, but the fact that he said that tells the Jets that they're getting a new quarterback, but it doesn't set the price at what they're going to get him for, which means mm-hmm. the Packers have. The, the all the, the ability yeah. to negotiate that deal, and if, if because at the end of the day, the Jets want Aaron Rodgers, so if they say here we'll give you a second round pick, nope, try again, uh, we'll give you a second and a fourth, nope, we want a first, and they're just back and forth bickering. Yeah, well, and the Jets haven't budged either, like at all, because I heard that they want whatever their asking price was. I heard it was like two first or something, and the Jets yeah. have just said no. Yeah, I, I've That's I've gross. like in my That's last gross. That's awful. In my last mock that I did with you guys, I said that the 13th pick was going to be traded to the Packers in exchange for Aaron Rodgers. I don't think that's happening anymore. I yeah. think that I think that it may be a second or it may not even be a second at all. Like I wouldn't be surprised if it's a third and a couple of late round picks. But the thing is, the Packers would never do never agree to that. Yeah. Right. Pat McAfee, dude, he should be an NFL insider because he really dug at Aaron Rodgers he did. for about three months trying well, to get that Well, the fact is him. that he has an advantage over he everybody else. He dragged him on that podcast. Dude, he's d- yeah, and he like because he knows yes. he knows people <laughs> exactly. Yeah, that's what uh like AJ Hawk, the old. Do you guys know who? Yeah, AJ yeah, Hawk yeah. Is? yeah. Like he, they were trying to ask him about Aaron Rodgers stuff, and apparently he knew, but he wouldn't tell. That's so funny. He doesn't know. This yeah, is the most probably. weird situation like maybe I've ever seen in the yeah, NFL. Yeah, it's very like. Such a Rodgers thing. Yeah, it's very thing. backwards. Such a Rodgers and Jets thing to happen. It Just is. hold team awkward. hostages and screw <laughs> yourself. So there's like, this isn't really a question, but I just kind of wanted to bring this up. I just think that it's virtually impossible now for the Bengals to re-sign T. Higgins. Why? We were talking about it earlier. We said it was going to be a struggle to get Jamar Chase, Joe Burrow, and T. Higgins on an extension all together. But now that they signed Orlando Brown Jr. to that big oh, contract, yeah, yeah. like I don't see how it's possible. Like I think T. Higgins is as good as gone. Cap gymnastics. It, no, it's not we'll, even that. Like we'll it's, it's virtually impossible. He's he Higgins is asking for wide receiver one money, and he's going to get it. It's just I don't think it's going to be from the Bengals. Yeah, this won't be from the Bengals. <laughs> the Bengals are going to try to cheat their way out of it, give him something in the range of like $15 million a season. He's going to say, nope, bye. And he's going to go sign with somebody that needs a wide receiver one and will be willing to pay him wide, like top three receiver money. Kansas City Chiefs. No. <laughs> no. When a, a, a trader swap? Don't sleep. Uh. I mean, he will get traded. We'll, we'll, if they try and sign him, he's going to be a free agent. You think, well – so what's his third year? Is that was that last year? Um, I believe so. Last okay, year was his so third year. Isn't he like eligible for an extension right yes. now? Yes. I I imagine they'd be trying to do that right now because they don't want. to I think their priority is Joe Burrow. This is Joe Burrow's. Oh yeah, true. Extension year, but I've heard several reports saying that he's that Burrow is uh, willing to take a team friendly deal. But even if you're signing him for like thirty million a season on a quote unquote team friendly deal, that still leaves no room for. 
Dude, he probably has Higgins. the most money in advertising. Like Pat like, does. You think Pat? You think Pat over Joe? I, I know he's on like Joe Bo. I, I'm I assuming stuff on Cincinnati. Probably. Well, I mean, I see Patrick Mahomes on every other commercial. Actually, actually what's really funny in is City. you know in KC when when he lived on there, you really didn't see Chris Jones on any commercials. Then I went down to Jeff C. It's where my family's at, and he was like doing a pitch for like some like used car yeah, lot. Yeah, dude, it's all <laughs> like, about what? where you're at, bro. <laughs> of course, they're gonna play commercials where like what you guys know, you know. Yeah, he looks like faces. like Saul Goodman, like trying to sell you something. It <laughs> was so awesome. funny. Come down to the car lot. That's literally what get he was yourself doing. a Nissan. I was like, where do they got you doing up here? Dude, it's probably about a lot of money for that. Probably. I just think it's interesting too. Like the like it, I I think I was gonna do something this week. I just didn't have time to. I was going to say, like, three biggest offseason winners and losers so far. I think the Bengals, despite signing Orlando Brown Jr., have to be one of the biggest losers. They lost the majority of their back end of their defense, and they just – They did. They lost their safeties. Like, I know they haven't lost much. On Like, they lost some AJP Ryan. He's a big guy up in the backfield. I but they I they lose Joe Mixon. Too. They will lose Joe Mixon. I have a feeling he's going to be a casualty uh, for cap space here soon. They lost Hayden Hurst. Uh-huh. I'm surprised Joe Mixon can even play, but he's probably not gonna. They play. didn't get Dalton Schultz. Yeah, they're or big CJ. on Dalton Schultz. I just I don't see how they're a winner by just signing Orlando Brown Jr. Like I'm yeah, I'm I no either. I'm no beef. Like I can't be somebody like a Chiefs fan and say that Orlando Brown Jr. was bad. He was awful at times, but he he's still a solid guy. I just don't see that fit. Yeah, that's that's all it comes down to. I mean, that's gonna be that's who uh, that's who the Bengals put their money on. To protect their franchise, so and how it works out for even him. if he gets a clean pocket, he's still gonna evade like crazy. Just the quarterback <laughs> that he is. And wait, way too long to throw it. Yeah, it's uh, take one to the head, get back up, do it again. Yeah, so we got free agency signings, uh, trade stuff now. Yeah, well, there it's been a few. Uh, a big one like uh, was Brandon Cooks going from the Texans to the Cowboys. I think a good trade for the Cowboys. That gets them a lot of flexibility up mm-hmm. there. I mean, last year, what were they riding with? Noah Brown and uh, Mike. What's his name? And uh, Michael Gallup. Michael Gallup. Michael Gallup he, was decent. Michael Gallup is decent. It's just like his injuries have definitely. I can tell that they put a toll on his body. He's not the same receiver that he was. They have. Um, but. I think that Brandon Cooks, what is this, the fourth team he's been traded to? Yeah, he's, like he's played He's a great for, receiver. He's I just, think he played for the Texans twice, no? I don't think so. It's been Texans, Patriots. Saints, Patriots, Texans, Rams. Now it's – well, that's not, not not in order. Yeah. It was it was Saints to Patriots, Patriots to Rams, Rams to Texans, Texans to Cowboys. Cowboys. Okay. Yeah, I think okay. that's right. Um, I he got but yeah, I think this is he's a, he's a great receiver. He's what four time thousand yard receiver, something like that. And he's been traded four times. It's just like the <laughs> yeah, journeyman, true. but he's actually really solid. <laughs> thousand yard um, season, get get him going. But my thing with it is like it gives him a little bit more flexibility. Yeah. They're still not going to do anything. I know that he's a, that <laughs> the Cowboys are the dark horse. For me, they are. I just uh, as long as Dak's the quarterback, they're not doing anything. Like that's I'm going to be honest with you. Probably true, but I'm going to look so smart if they, <laughs> if they go. Tony Pollard's going to be first overall fantasy football pick next year for me. Is he really? Dog. Like, there's no more sharing backfields with Zeke. Yeah, with Zeke's. And you got Ronald Jones back there now. Isn't that right? They signed Ronald Jones. Oh, yeah, Rojo. Rojo, fresh off the Chiefs practice squad. What if you get first? Fresh off the Chiefs. First first round, first overall fantasy. Like, real 
real like Jefferson. Okay, obviously, yes. yeah. If, if, if I had like, if I had three, I thought you were gonna go Pollard. Duh. Uh, if, <laughs> if I had the third pick and Jefferson was gone, I'd picking Pollard. Like after I saw him put oh, up wow. like a two or three 30 point games last year, yeah, well, and in a shared backfield where he was splitting 50 percent of his touches, I'm taking him. I might go Josh Jacobs. Really? Yeah, Jimmy yeah. G's at the helm there. Are we talking one or three right now? I'm talking like if well, if, obviously Je- Justin Jefferson's a. a well, I'm, I think Pollard. I, I think Pollard's one. running back one next year. Yeah. If I had one of one, it would be yeah, either Pollard, Jefferson, or I think Jacobs. I, I think, think anybody that gets him is 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 an absolute steal. I think there's people that are going to pick somebody like Jonathan Taylor or Josh that's, Jacobs in front a, of him. That's a bad pick. I think if I think that some people like if I think if I have like the seventh or eighth pick, I wouldn't be surprised if Pollard fell. Damn. Yeah, and every year, um, the the tight end dispute is crazy because it's you like, almost it's, have to draft like Kelsey. Yeah. Getting Kelsey well, helps so, you such a big so advantage much, because there's bro. no other tight end that's like even exactly. close to him in fantasy points. So you can get like eight. so you win that matchup every time. It's crazy. Yeah, but um, some other news on free agency: the Vikings or uh, was it a trade for Thielen or did he just? Sign oh, he just signed. Yeah, he just signed free agents. Yeah, he just uh, Adam Thielen signing with the Panthers, a three-year deal for the 32-year-old wide receiver, too. Yeah. Quoted in the interview saying he was confident they can go to the Super Bowl. Listen, and that's not that's not outlandish. I'm not gonna be here, and I'm not gonna lie. You know how much Super Bowl experience that staff has? They have like eight combined Super Bowls. The the coaching oh the coaching staff. I'm talking Frank Reich. I'm talking uh, what's the guy's name? Uh, Ajiro Vero. Mm-hmm. I'm talking Thomas Brown. Who's with the Rams, both both Super Bowls? Yeah, and then uh, obviously Jim Caldwell, who was like, who was with, um, who was he with? He was with Indianapolis, with Peyton Manning, and Tony Dungy. Yeah, so they they have a lot of Super Bowl experience. They do have a lot of staff. Super Bowl experience. They're gonna have a rookie at the helm more than likely. It's probably gonna be Stroud after him and uh, uh, Josh McCown had that interaction yesterday. Just oh yeah. So it could be Stroud, could be Young, uh, could be Richardson. Uh, well, they were at Stroud's pro day. Josh McCown's their quarterback coach, and he's like, "Hey, we're gonna when we get you to, when we get you to Carolina, we're gonna find a court to play on." Dang, that's funny. Yeah, I don't, uh, I don't really know if there was any other big free agency stuff this this past season. I know McCall Hardman just signed with the Jets. That happened yesterday. There's, yeah. there's a bunch of little stuff, but nothing too impactful. Yeah, well, not, nothing. We'll, we'll know. I'm trying to think. I was trying to. Think well, C.J. Gardner Johnson. Oh yeah, uh, C.J. Gardner-Johnson signing with the uh, absolute Lions. steal of a deal. One year, eight million deal. That's crazy to me. That was a great deal for the Lions. They're gonna get some help in that secondary for the next year. So good for them. Chiefs uh, did a couple of little things too. They signed Drew Tranquil and uh, Mike Edwards. Mike Edwards. Mike Edwards is a great ball hawk last year. The Drew Tranquil uh, pickup, I love it. Mm-hmm. I actually loved him on the Chargers last year. It's it's kind of interesting to me, frankly. He's just gonna be a dime guy. I'm pretty sure. Well, yeah, my thing be is like, like a certain kind of package yeah. linebacker. We have Willie Gay, Nick Bolton, and Leo Chanel. Good young linebacker core. And now we're adding Tranquil. Makes me think that one of those three guys are, are are going somewhere. And both of them are eligible for an extension next year. Both Willie Gay and Nick Bolton. And by by the looks of it, I think who I think got to keep Bolton. Got to keep Bolton. He's Can't a beast, keep both. dude. I think he's like second in tackles this year. I, if we could get something out of either guy, I, pr- I wouldn't be too mad, but it, it's going to depend because I, want, I, I really I, like our core right now. I yeah, want to see the Chiefs get a receiver here soon. Like just like I said, it's, I a, it's a stacked wide receiver draft. You're right. You're right. But And obviously you don't need one, but mm-hmm. 
man, would it be cool to see I, someone I just, like D Hop or saying, Odell get the ball? If we, if we had a wide receiver one, and then Kadarius Tony was our wide receiver two, I think that would be such a lethal duo. Because I think it's outlandish to say that like our receiver group is trash right now. Like our starting two guys are. Trash. Well, I know, I know, but there's a ton of people that are. And that like Kadarius Tony, we saw what he was able to do like mm-hmm. against the Chargers in his very first mm-hmm. game. He's a big, he, he can he can get up there if he really needs to. He's versatile and he's great in the open field. Sky Moore was heating up, and if he, he just was. gets more touches, he's a great route runner, great open field guy. He was a big big uh, difference maker for us. When was it Jacksonville? And the game in Jacksonville were like both MVS and was it that game that, that was the Bengals game. Oh, the Bengals game where like half of them went down. Yeah, McCole got hurt, Kadarius Tony got hurt, and Juju all got hurt. Yeah, and so and so Sky Moore stepped up in a big way, and like he's going, to, he's he's very solid, and uh, you, they weren't giving anybody enough time there. Both those guys were solid pickups for them, um, but I think the only thing they lack right now is depth, and so I wouldn't be mm-hmm. surprised. Yeah, that's that's my thing. Is just... yeah, if we can pick up a solid receiver at any point, no matter who it is, if we pick up. I don't even care. DJ Chark at this point, I don't care. Well, I mean, the thing, I, I wouldn't agree. I wouldn't disagree with that. I think he'd be great for a depth piece, mm-hmm. but the dude's been guy. so injured. Yeah. Like, one guy that I have my eyes set on right now in the draft is Bryce Ford Wheaton out of West Virginia. Mm-hmm. Dude is, like, a perfect RAS score, which is, like, relative athletic score. It yeah. compares everything to, like, X prospects. The dude's 6'4", 220 pounds, and runs 4'3". Like, come on. Yeah, that's, that's Megatron stuff. That's me- Yeah, that's Megatron stuff. And that's my, that's my thing is, like, God. Like Noah Gray is also a guy that I think could step up very well next season. Yeah, well, the the only position I feel like where, um, like your height and speed and like size like matter matter like to that fullest extent is wide receiver. For yeah, sure. just because like obviously go up and get it. You got you're running all the time, stuff like that. So yeah, I agree with that that that's crazy. Um, what's it called? Measurements, I guess. That's crazy measurements yeah. for a wide receiver who's not being looked at. That, well, it's just, that he just didn't produce much at West Virginia, and that's not yeah. necessarily his fault. They ran the ball a ton of times, and they're big on the run, didn't really give their receivers a big enough chance to do it. Um, mm-hmm. But, yeah, I mean, he's a guy that I, frankly, would watch day two. I think he yeah. can very well go in the second or third round, despite not many people knowing about him. Just because of his measurements. Yeah, yeah, but I'm really eager to look at top 30 visits because that's one of my favorite times of the year mm-hmm. where every team gets a chance to look at and have a private interview with 30 different prospects. That's cool. And that's something that I started looking into last year really heavily. And I think there was a couple of guys in there. We did select, uh, what's his name? Uh, who's one of the corners? Joshua Williams. We, we interviewed him at okay. a Fayetteville State. Yep. And that was a big one because I was thinking about him. Like there was only like two or three teams that interviewed him and the Chiefs were one of them. Yep. In their top in their top thirties. Mm. Yeah, that that is pretty cool that that happens. So definitely keep an eye out because we know Veach likes small schools. He does. You guys know about uh that Roger Goodell uh extension they just made? Yeah, I just I saw something about that. Uh, do you know, do you know how much money it's for? I'm reading reports that it's hundred twenty eight million a year. Bro's getting paid left tackle Who? money. Roger Goodell. Oh, I feel like it'd be more than that. Left tackle money. Yeah. Left t- yeah, he's pretty out there protecting the blind side. He's out there so. protecting the quarterbacks, paying off refs, bro. Either way, I think I don't know if there's much more free agency stuff. Yeah. I think Did you hear what it. Roger Goodell said to Chris Jones? Yeah. No. <laughs> he said, "I don't care how you hit the quarterback." That that, that was definitely sus from yeah, a Chiefs dude, fan. Dude, I was like, "What are you yeah, doing, no, dude?" No, no, bro. That was like I was looking at my phone like this. I was like, "Wow." I was I was, I was like, what as do you a mean? Chiefs fan. I was like. 
You're like, be quiet. Say that in the locker room. No, I was like, I was like, what do you mean by that, Roger? Like, what are you doing, dude? You're making us look bad. No, that is funny. Especially like with the run, you guys, the controversial kind of run you had to the Super Bowl, and then that. It's kind of funny. That was funny. That was funny. Yeah, certainly interesting. I don't care. I hit the quarterback. Yeah, I, I think care. I think that's really it for this segment. I'm yeah, not sure if we anything else to add. Yeah, I think that's, that was a good that's pretty much it. Yeah. Uh, uh, coming on next week, we'll finish our top 50 NFL players. We'll go from 25 to number one, naming our top 25 players in the league. And we'll probably come up with some other little stuff like that, maybe a game here to a game or two. We'll see what we come up with. But thank you all for listening. This has been the whole nine yards. I've been Keaton Smith alongside Brock Krusky and Jeremy Richmond. Thank you guys for listening. And back to KZLX.